0: Week two of the NFL season was quite the fucking turnaround from week one. I mean, everything that I thought was going in one direction, completely fucking reversed. Uh, The Saints might not be that good. Uh, We're recording this before the Packers game has even taken place, but uh, I don't know what that Panthers game says about the Saints, but by far the most shocking part of this week was, was the Saints and what they did. But Derek... Uh, I I kind of prepared you for it. Defend Zach Wilson for me.
1: I can't. I just uh, I think he's I think he's terrible. And this is you know the, the same knocks I had on him before the draft have a lot of them seem to come to fruition. Um, guy who doesn't seem to handle adversity that great. Uh, I did see one of the the New York reporters. Asked him if he saw ghosts out there, kind of a you know, callback back to the whole Dalton thing, and he just looked so like annoyed that somebody asked him that. Oh, it's it's um, a total
0: knock. It's a total knock.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did, did, so did, did you watch I, the whole game? I did. Yeah, I watched every play, and he looked fucking atrocious. Um, getting booed at home in your first game, that mm. sucks. New York fans mm. are brutal, uh, but. He looked. I mean, he just looked bad. It just, it just unsure, uncertain. He looked like he was a good, like a second and a half behind everybody else out there. It's like when you're playing Madden online and you have terrible connection. Like he just was behind on everything.
0: I saw Barstool. They tweeted out um, his. uh remember that moment in the draft when he's standing next to Jamar Chase. And like all yeah. these all these black players, and he's he's like looks like the whitest human being on earth standing next to these guys and he just looks uncomfortable. I've seen this look before. Um he taking a guy to Utah, sticking him in, in a fucking city like New York City, I just don't I don't know, especially with the amount of question marks this guy had. I I know we pretty much everyone on this podcast has been a huge Zach Wilson I wouldn't say hater, but doubter. Um, I kind of tried to play devil's advocate uh, with one of our podcasts and just say, look, this is what's good about Zach Wilson, and clearly these scouts have seen good things about him. But from what I'm hearing in this uh, New England game is the guy just looks lost, out of sorts. Um, (laughs) I was reading something today. Uh, He's never seen a, a defensive back look more planted and positioned during an interception, like he didn't even have to move. It was like the ball went right to him. Um, first two throws, obviously, interceptions. Uh, Zach Wilson is in trouble, folks, and so are the Jets.
1: And what was interesting, too. I mean, you always kind of Bill Belichick to you know, draw something up, and he's notoriously hard on rookies. They brought a lot of delayed pressure, and that's what seemed to really get him. So he's going to see a lot of that. He better figure it out soon. It's the NFL. It's a copycat league. He's going to see a lot of delayed pressure next week. But that, that guy would release late, and he would just – Whatever wherever he was at in his progression, he just threw the ball. Yeah. He just threw the ball, like, regardless of how well that guy was covered. And it would got him a lot of trouble.
0: If you're drafting a guy from a smaller school, they better just be like a monster. I'm talking like size, arm, and he does. He's got the arm and everything. I just don't think he's got it between the ears. And I could see the situation decaying out of control. Like you said, he's getting booed. He's getting asked catty questions. Like you see any ghosts out there? Like, Hey, are you, are you the next Jets?" That's, that's what that report is saying. Are you the next jets bust? And yep. what was his response? Did you even hear it?
1: He's like, no, nah, absolutely not. And like, <laughs> like looked off, like, like scoffed and like, like, like rolled his eyes and looked away. Like it was not good. Um, start to finish, not good. You know, was, I the defense didn't look bad, <clears throat> Jets defense, a lot of short fields. I mean, there, there's some elements there. I just I don't think Zach Wilson's a guy. So, obviously, he's got a big arm, got good mobility, got a really quick release. But like you said, I, I just really, really worry about between the ears. Yeah. Um, there's a guy where he just doesn't seem to have that poise. The
0: road doesn't get any <laughs> smoother for Zach. He goes on the road next week for the Broncos. But we don't have Marcus here this week, so I need you to do your best Marcus impression. What's What's a big take from this week that you
1: saw? Um, so I was really excited to see something I called out as is kind of a trap game, potential upset Carolina go out and make the Saints look bad. Uh, you know, Jameis Winston kind of coming back to earth and showing us the old Jameis Winston, the, uh, Hey, I'm gonna throw it up and my guy's down there somewhere probably. So they need to really manage him. Um, and, and I, the, if you're a Saints fan, I worry one that receiving course is fucking not good. Really bad. Two. Yeah. I think that opens the door enough for Sean Payton to put his guy in, start running some packages for Taysom Hill, and I, I just that could that team could be in trouble. Really good defense, but the offense is just so out of sorts. Um, I mean, honestly, Heineke looked really good. That's some a takeaway that I really like. Well, I think he looks good.
0: Let's stay on the Saints game for a second because sure. there's a lot. There's a lot to be said. I mean, last week we're sitting yeah. here singing Jameis' praises. Mm-hmm. This week, he looks like the old Jameis, or does he? The Saints just looked bad. On both sides of the football, defense looked bad. Uh, and so, everyone's railing on Jameis, and, and it is, dude. He's one of these players that, first pick, you get your, you get your dodo birds like Dubich that are, oh, that, that's a Jameis that we knew. That's the Jameis that we saw. Like, yeah, okay. Yep, he threw an interception. Quarterbacks do that. Um, he didn't look good. I'm not defending Jameis, but... Neither did the entire Saints team. They looked really bad. And you know who who was concerning to me? Alvin Kamara. Like,
1: he. I don't know if they're not installing the right place. I mean, obviously they're not, but, or if it's just an execution thing, but he, they don't seem to be able to get him the ball in space the way they've been able to in the the past. Well, I thought
0: he looked really good last week, but who didn't look good in that that game last week? Um, But yeah, Alvin Kamara, it's very concerning. If you look at his rushing stats this year, terrible and I've been saying this for about Kamara for a long time of course my first year getting Kamara in his entire career in fantasy and of course he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna live up to all my expectations all my fucking knocks on him he's never had a thousand yard rushing season and people are like okay you know that doesn't mean anything he's a receiving back well that's kind of concerning like if if this guy can't run between the tackles um there's something to worry about there and and yeah the, the Saints just look bad and you called it trap game they overlook I think they overlooked the, the Panthers. Um, but are the Panthers good? I think they are. I think the Panthers are good.
1: I have been a big Matt Rule fan. You know, you look at that roster and you just worry. You just I just don't know that there's enough there. Right. That's the only thing you really worry about when you look at that roster. But the defense as a unit is playing better than you know its individual parts. And that offense has enough weapons. That's a really deep wide receiver core. Uh, McCaffrey running the ball 24 times. I think if you're a Panthers fan, you'd like to see that number come back down to like 1820. Um, you know, Chuba's there, use him. Um, but Sam Darnold, change of scenery has treated him very well so far. Um, plus, I mean, Matt Rules is, is an offense guy, he's a quarterback guy. You get him, you know, in a, more of an offensive of mind. Anybody look bad with back with with Gase. So,
0: yeah, Darnold looks, Darnold looks what much better. The team just looks good. This whole team looks good. The defense is better than expected, I think. Um, and yeah, I I I think it's just a uh, I think the Saints will get it together, but it is gonna be interesting. Uh Taysom Hill, anytime that guy's in, he's gonna be running, so that's gonna be interesting to watch. Uh Lions are up seven to zero. That's probably not gonna age well, but the Lions just went up seven to zero against the Packers, uh, watching this live. Uh, but I'll I'll give you a crazy take. Uh I've never been more impressed with a player than Jalen Hurts in this seventeen eleven loss. Uh, my take on Jalen Hurts is that guy's the fucking real deal. Um, he is a star quarterback on a really shitty team.
1: That roster, we've talked about the beginning of you know, the year. That's one of the worst rosters in recent NFL as far as what's been assembled. They don't have no depth. They don't have any playmaking outside of him. Wait, and uh, When
0: did he learn this ability to throw down field? I he did not have this in college. He he he, he threw a beautiful pass to to Rager, uh that got called back, but it was a beautiful touch pass right on the sidelines, uh, almost for a touchdown, or it might have been for a touchdown. I can't even really remember. But his downfield throwing ability—it's it, kind of come out of nowhere. It's it's really bizarre.
1: Yeah, I, I think with a guy like with with Hertz, you wonder. How much did his college kind of situation, I mean, Motivate do they simplify him? it because you're a new guy? Because, you know, you bounce around a little bit. Do they just oversimplify things and you're only seeing, you know, single read intermediate stuff? You know, you're an athlete. Let's get you out in space um, versus really developing him as a passer. But uh, he throws a good ball. He, the Accuracy looks like it's there. It's got the arm strength. Um, you know, if he, he looks like he might be in that kind of like Deshaun Watson mold where he has the, the ability to run, he has the ability to skip the pass, the pocket, but can still absolutely get it done from inside the pocket.
0: Yeah, I, I just thought I thought Deshaun Watson was, I always liked his passing in college, and uh, it's, it's it's weird to me. Jalen Hurts, I'll admit it, didn't think he was going to be any good. Uh, j- j- just pretty much like Russell Wilson. I, I did not think Russell Wilson was going to be any good in this league. I still don't think he was that good for the first three years. I think he inherited a really good team, but holy shit, is he good now. Uh, let's let's talk about that game for a second. What a fucking game. 33-30, to 30, goes into overtime. Um, from what I'm reading, I, I really only watch the end, I'll, I'll be honest. From what I'm reading, in terms of ref games, horrific.
1: Yeah, I lost a touchdown that I still don't understand. Um, back at the end zone, Um Julio Coming Jones up, yeah, Julio. makes what looks like a catch, gets a second foot down. It looks, it looks like he got his foot down and then dragged it out of bounds pretty quickly. It didn't look like it was you know, in by much, but the rule on the, the call in the field was a touchdown, and then they got overturned. The start to finish, mishold calls, bad calls, on the boundaries, bad uh, reviews. Uh, one thing you know, we talk about general themes and, and what kind of our takeaways are. I think officiating, both from the review process and from this taunting stuff, has been atrocious really kind of a headline and you, you want officiating like good officiating is like good offensive line play. If they don't know you're there, you're doing a really good job.
0: You know, it's weird though. Uh, I completely agree. And obviously I was pretty vocal about it last week. I I think, I think my team got hosed a win last week with the Vikings against the Bengals. Um, but you know it happens. Uh, but I, I will tell you, despite all these bad calls, I'm seeing some really good football out there. I mean, uh, you could argue the Washington Giants game, like you like we were just about to transition into, um, sloppy ass game, sloppy ass game. Uh, but you could you could attribute that to the field conditions, but also terrible calls in that game too. Um, I think if you're the NFL, you got a really good product this year, you need to nip this in the bud right now. This whole this whole not reversing anything, what is the philosophy behind that? It makes no sense. So so is the philosophy to always go with the play on the field, because it's always been in the past, that you call it one way so that it can get reviewed so that they can get the right call. Well, if they're always if if the new presidents is that they're always gonna go with the call on the field, what what are they doing? The, the like right. the, the the replay system wasn't broken. It was dumb that they reviewed, um, you know, uh, penalties for a while. They took that away, but the replay system as a whole has worked. There hasn't been a lot of controversies. We're only two weeks in. There has been so many fucking controversies.
1: Like what? And then to what are see the, like, you know, you look at that Julio play. Like that's one where they overturn it, and it's like not only is that a bad call, but it's like completely against the grain of everything you've done in every other game. Yeah. Like it just it doesn't make sense.
0: Yep. And what bothers me even more is like the 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 announcers seem to be like cucks for this whole thing. They um, all are, and it, and
1: it's hard. That's why you know I I almost wish there was better like independent, but you can't do it because of copyright stuff. You can't you know, have the game up in the background, but every announcer just like you just hear them go quiet. Like they see something at the same time you see it, and they're just like, well, uh, and they just stop talking like they they just completely, you know, you bend to the the will of their I mean their employer ultimately. Like you get it, but it just it sucks for the product.
0: Yeah. Um I think you get a lot more fans if you had an announcer in there that was like that's a shitty call. They shouldn't have fucking done that. And they they're always seem to be like really like conservative about the way that they talk. Um I'll tell you here here's a take. Here's one of my biggest takes from this last week. Josh Allen is Jay Cutler, if Jay Cutler gave a fuck. That's my takeaway from this week. You saw him in the disappointing loss week one. He goes out this week two. He didn't look fantastic this last week. But in full command, uh, rushing around, you know, uh, this I mean, they, they, to say they trounced Miami is, I mean, they, they fucked this team up. <laughs> fucked them up. But... Uh, what do you what are your thoughts on Josh Allen? Like it, we we we've been predicting it for a while that he was going to regress, but he's he's such a good quarterback. He's so good.
1: Yeah, and and I think you know the important thing with him too is you know, we we talk about his regression. We mo- mostly mean the yardage and the touchdowns. I don't mean <laughs> what he produces to that team. I don't yeah. mean you know making the important plays when they matter. Um, and the biggest thing I like about him, is, you know, if you're, if you're a Bills fan or just a Josh Allen fan is even when they're up 35, zero, like he doesn't seem satisfied. He doesn't seem complacent. Um, you like you said, you know, it's Jay color, if he care, like there's an edge to him. And I like that.
0: Yep. it's Zach- good
1: for Buffalo too. Like that's a Buffalo quarterback.
0: Oh, it is. It is. He he's total Buffalo guy. He's embraced it completely. It's not like he's from Buffalo. He played for Wyoming. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think he played yeah, for yeah, Wyoming. Yeah. Like I out, I, I, if it wasn't Wyoming, it's
1: It's it, it like South Dakota or North Dakota or whatever. Yeah.
0: And and fucking Cutler played for um Villa Vanderbilt Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah, so he played for Vanderbilt. Very similar situations. Rocket arms. Uh, Josh Allen has such a strong arm; it's insane. But I'm telling you that when I was watching that game last week, that's that was my assessment. Is that um. This is Jay Cutler if he gave a fuck because you saw him on the sidelines like this motherfucker he wants to win he's a good dude like best thing that ever happened to Buffalo best thing that ever happened to Buffalo like so many things could have went wrong to not get him uh, so many Buffalo things could have happened but Tua gone mysterious I don't I haven't really I I have we heard much about what happened to him
1: it's a rib injury It's all we know rib um I like yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's all we know. Rib injury. I don't know the details around if how severe it is, what the timetable for his return is. But you know, that's a guy too. He's kind of a smaller stature guy. Um, You know, you worry about kind of those contact injuries. Um, He's he's just not good like that. You know, bottom line, he's just he's just not very good.
0: Well, Jalen Waddle leads this receiving core again, which I think is significant. Um, He's the real deal. Jalen Waddle's good. Uh, kind of like Jamar Chase, like the, these first-round wide receivers, uh, we haven't seen them all play yet, but they're the real deal, and Jalen Waddell is definitely good. He's he's already outplaying Devontae Parker, not that that was going to be hard to do. I uh, think they, they're going to get Will Fuller back next week, but they get Will Fuller back probably with Jacoby Brissett, and Jacoby Brissett's not a good quarterback. He's not good. He's not good at all.
1: No, absolutely not. Um, Miami, I, as bad as Tua is, Jacoby's much worse. Yes. Like if, if if you know if they had to go there Jacoby Brissett, like they had don't have I I don't think they have a chance, you know, in the division. Uh I know you know Marcus picked him as a division favorite. I just don't see that happening.
0: No, I mean I think we both picked the Bills. Um I think Miami's fucked if two is gone. Like as bad as two is, like you can't win games with um Jacoby Brissett, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think the second spot in the division in that last wild card spot was kind of a toss up between Miami and, and New England. And um I don't it's not gonna be Miami, that's for sure. Right.
0: Well, uh some other surprising things that happened this week. Um I mean, maybe the most surprising is uh the Titans I I totally expected I saw Derrick Henry, he had like eight rushes in the first quarter or something like that. And he had, like, two yards of rush. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. Seattle was rolling. Um, Fucking King Henry, holy shit did that that motherfucker get going. They must have just continuously pounded the rock. He had 35 carries, 182 yards, 5.2 yards a carry, three touchdowns. Just a classic Derrick Henry game. Uh, Even had a few receptions, which is somewhat surprising. When I say a few, six receptions for 55 (coughs) yards. Most surprising... That's got to be the most he's ever had. I, I, I think I think it might be a, a third of the receptions he had all of last year.
1: Yeah, he. I don't think he's broke twenty in a season before, so that's a big chunk. Um, to me, to me, this is this is the formula. This is what Derrick Henry has to do for Derrick Henry to be productive. And you see that how that number averages up: thirty-five carries, one hundred eighty-two yards. Like that looks good. Uh, I would love to see the breakdown of those carries because I guarantee you carries twenty-five through thirty-five had a double the average yardage as you know the first 20 did um you got for Derrick Henry you have to commit to getting him 25 touches period 25 right. carries no matter what I don't care what the situation is I mean if you're if you're the Titans you're not a pass offense your yep. Tannehill is not going to get you there if you're behind you have to do what you do you can't lose your identity so many teams lose their identity. If, if you're the Titans and Derrick Henry's on the sideline without his helmet on, like, you're not going to win that game.
0: Agreed. You have to incorporate him in the game. Even if it's not a strong suit, he's your guy. You got to force it to him. You got to force it to him. Uh, anything to worry about with A.J. Brown?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of think there is. Just because A.J. Brown in this offense, I think, again, Derrick Henry needs to be moving the ball. He, I think he becomes very touchdown dependent and Julio... Competes for those touchdowns much more than uh, what's his face did last year. Um, the guy, I'm blanking on his name. The guy that's in New York now, Corey uh, Davis. Yeah, Davis. Yep. So, I, I'd be a little concerned with him. A little um,
0: concerned. Ryan Tanhill threw 40 passes. He caught three. That's it. Went, all right. So, we well, put it this way: Derrick Henry had twice as many receptions as AJ Brown this week. What is that?
1: It can be – sometimes coverage can dictate a lot. If they decided, hey, we're taking away A.J. Brown. Um, I don't know that many teams would do that with Julio on the other side, but it could be a coverage thing. I, or maybe just falls out of favor. Maybe Tannehill decides that's not his guy. That would definitely be worrying.
0: <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you off the top scorers in fantasy right now at running back, and tell me when a name pops out at you that does not sound – like it should be there. Number Perfect. one: Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Daryl Henderson, Cordero Patterson.
1: Uh, to the last two you just read. <laughs> I know
0: <don't. laughs> Daryl Henderson. Oh. I actually, I actually was, I, I was, a, I was actually a big believer in Daryl Henderson. Like, I, 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 I think he's going to be a solid uh running back. One, it looks like he's a little dinged up right now. Which is a little bit yeah, worrisome. My only
1: concern there is they, they traded draft capital for Sony Michelle in season. You got to figure out what they what they work him in. Um, but yeah,
0: doesn't seem Patterson. like he is though.
1: What's that? It doesn't no, not seem yet. Like he's definitely not at all. He just might be a guy that washes out of the league. You know, sometimes that happens, especially at the running back position. That doesn't always translate. Um, but I definitely. I mean, I don't know if this is a hot take. Cordell Patterson's the best running back on the Atlanta team. Oh, it's
0: not a hot take at all. He's easily the best <laughs> running back. And it's it's insane that out of every team that finally figures out that Cordell Patterson is just a running back, he's just a running back, out of every team that's had him, the team that figures that, that out is Atlanta is bizarre to me. He should have been a running back back with Minnesota, uh, the Bears even. what well, you, you kidding me? When when the Bears were fucking, fucking around with... Uh, With, uh, what's his name? The Indiana running back. No, yeah. Tariq Cohen and the Indiana running back, Josh Howard. And Josh Howard was having his struggles. Like, you're telling me they couldn't have put Cordero Patterson in? Um, He is a running back, folks. He (laughs) he does not know how to run routes. Like, he, he can't run them. But he can catch, so he can be a receiving. It's insane. Like, how old is the guy? He's probably 29, 30 years old. Like, he's not in his prime or anything like that. And they're just now figuring this out. Cordero Patterson needs to be the starting running back for the rest of the year. If he's still available in your fantasy league, folks, go out and get him. He is the best running back in this team.
1: Easily. And there's not a lot of wear and tear. You know, he's you know he's almost thirty, but there's not a lot of wear and tear on that body. Yeah, been primarily a kicker turner and depth receiver.
0: He's a freak. He's a physical freak. Like with the Vikings, it, it was insane. Like he, they they would just try to figure out ways to to use him in any way. But let, let me keep going down this list because I it's it's shocking. Tony Pollard, James White, Dave Montgomery, Tyson Williams, Melvin Gordon, Devin Singletary. I'm loving the strategy that I took in fantasy this year, which is get my number one running back and then don't give a fuck about my running back too, because I'm telling you, I I, 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 I saw this. I could see this laying itself out, like outside of Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, like these top guys, I didn't want anybody, and it really seems to be playing that way out.
1: Yeah, I had to, like, plug my nose and, and keep Jonathan Taylor, and it's not looking good. Nope, but
0: that's a good transition. Let's go to the Colts because, crazy enough, I thought we'd be ripping the Colts right now, but holy shit, the Colts almost pulled it out, 24-27. to 27. Um <laughs> Carson Wentz looks like it's like uh have you ever hit a deer before in your car?
1: No, thankfully.
0: Every time Carson Wentz gets hit, it's like it it reminds me of when a deer gets hit by a car. He's got like these he's he's this awkward motherfucker. He gets hit a lot and it's and it's and it's a lot to do with the way that he plays. Um but there, Derek? Derek just dropped out. <laughs>
1: okay, so we lost
0: Derek. He'll be back again. There he is. Derek's back.
1: Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I think that's platform side. That was weird.
0: Carson Wentz is this like uh confused deer in, yeah. in in the pocket and he he get he takes too many hits, but in the end, they only lose by three points to the Rams. Um to me, this is everything I've been saying. Like the Rams are a really good roster who has a shitty quarterback and Carson Wentz. Uh, I, I think this is the beginning of, of a, of a run for the Rams or for for the Colts. Like it it was a rough start for them, but I really do think the roster is good. Any, any takeaways from this Rams
1: Colts game? So I like the uh, deer comparison and and the kind of metaphor, because now I have it like planted in my head. So somehow Carson Wentz sprains both ankles, which I've never heard of before (laughs) in my entire life. So now I'm picturing like a baby deer learning to walk, like. Falling around as Carson Wentz tries to walk with two sprained ankles, uh, I'm hoping it's Jacob Eason's show because I think there's at least there's upside with him. Like you know what Wentz is. Wentz is a guy who's going to manage the game, probably not going to win any games for you, might not lose any games for you, but he's going to get hurt at some point when, like, when you need him. Um, that roster is solid. Pittman's the guy, like I knew he would be. The running back by committee is interesting. Um, Carson Wentz, their second leading rusher, 37 yards. Mack did get five carries, but it was a very unproductive five carries, but right. you want to say unproductive carries, it's the entire backfield. Uh, Jonathan Taylor averages 3.4, Marlon Mack averages 3.2. There's definitely not a guy there. Luckily, one of them's gained three times the carries, so we'll see if that continues. they got to figure it out in the run game. I think this team is a team that needs to run to be successful, but the defense is the real deal. Um, wide receiving core is not very, very, very shallow. I, I don't like their depth at all. I think you see a lot of tight ends in this the formation, but apparently Zach Pascal is his go to guy. Of course it is.
0: So you 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 think that Michael Pittman is the real deal?
1: I like Michael Pittman. I've been big on him. You have. I, I know. Every that. single time we've talked, I just like a wide receiver that runs decent routes and has that body. Like it's hard for me to not get excited about him. Um, and and it's really a situation of when you look at that wide receiver room, it's I don't think it's Zach Pascal. Uh, Ashton Dolan I don't didn't know that person existed until just now like it, it's gotta be Pittman
0: with Jake and he, Jacob Eason at quarterback potentially next week you still like Michael Pittman because Jacob Eason looks bad
1: I mean he's the wide receiver I would pick out of that group but I don't know I mean if he's on a fantasy roster there's I, I'm definitely looking at every other option instead of him
0: sure yep and Jack Boy- Doyle uh, busts out <laughs> Zach Pascal who Yahoo has a weird boner for. He's always one of these guys that if you if you look at your available wide receivers in the league, he's always, like, projected for, like, 10, 11 points, and he never lives up to it. That's been for, like, the last couple of years. Well, Jack Pascal, or uh, uh, Zach Pascal, as it turns out, is one of Carson Wentz's favorite targets in the red zone especially. He already has three touchdowns through two weeks. Yeah, if you uh, play
1: PPR, he put up uh, 18 points for you. I mean, you'll take that.
0: Oh, 100%. <laughs> Uh, my my takeaway from this game is that uh, if Cooper Cup stays healthy for 17 games, he is the best wide receiver in the NFL. And I, I'm not saying talent wise anything like that. Situation: uh, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. I mentioned it last week during our podcast. They eat breakfast together. They're like these weird fucking friends. Like 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 Matthew Stafford got uh, moved from preschool to preschool, and he just hit it off immediately with this new guy. Uh, they're weirdly good friends. Uh, the second that I read about that, this guy, he is dominating, dominating this fucking league right now. I mean, he, he's not even close. He has 60.6, uh, fancy points right now in, in, um, in, in PPR leagues. The only guy that's close is Tyler Walkett with 57 and then Debo Samuel at 48. Listen to that drop off. Pretty insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want the target monster, monster for sure. And you know, nine receptions, 163 yards is, is awesome. But the big thing is, is those those are red zone targets too. Like yeah. He's looking for him down around the goal line. They um, This look so in sync. So it's good. like they've
0: been playing together for years. The problem with Cooper Cup, it's always been his problem. The guy can't stay healthy, and that that is worrisome. So that as a Cooper Cup owner, as a guy that targeted him, who knew he could be a wide receiver one in, in both – both the leagues, um, I'm worried about that because <laughs> I know it's going to come. I'm, I'm going to be sitting there on a fucking Sunday drinking beer, and I'm going to see that fucking Yahoo notification, Cooper Cup leaves game, whatever injury, and that, that fucking worries me. And that's when guys like Robert Woods will really step up for sure. But nobody else is feasting with this offense right now like Cooper Cup is. Absolutely. It's insane. He's absolutely crushing it. Yep. Yep any other takeaways from the week
1: uh from the week I mean obviously the the biggest thing you know obviously again not a hot take but Aaron Donald shows up every single week I, I love watching that guy play he's he's a guy that never ever ever disappears um you gotta love to see that I like what what Mac is Mac Jones is doing in New England I think there's a formula there where he plays safe and and protects the ball defense does what it needs to do to, to keep him in games. Um, are the Raiders good or are the Steelers average?
0: The Steelers are average. We've okay. been saying it for a while. I've been saying it for a while. You've been saying it for a while. The Steelers are average. We knew what their problems were going to be. Their defense yep. is good. Their offensive line is atrociously bad. It's crazy too because their um their offense is so fucking good. Like wide receiving core, like I haven't seen in a while. Uh, Chase Claypool is is I'm telling you he. If you want a guy to target in fantasy right now, go fucking trade for Clay, Chase Claypool. I've watched both of the Steelers games. He's dropped these passes, and he's been targeted. He's this 6'5 monster. He's so fucking good. He's so much better than what he's playing right now. If there's a guy to target in fantasy right now, it's Chase fucking Claypool. Because Juju Smith, like he he was the guy this week, and Deontay Johnson, who, who I've always loved. But Juju is not going to always be the guy and I really think uh, Chase is the guy to own in this offense. Um, I love Najee, but this offensive line is so bad, and you cannot win games in this league. You cannot win games in this league without a good offensive line. So it's very, very notable um, how poor and how flawed the Steelers are. Now, when you look at the Raiders, you got to give it up to this team. I mean they they really are performing, and you. Got to give it up 100% to Derek Carr because this guy is – hes he really is. Derek Carr is doing what I always thought he would do. Um, You probably love Derek on a personal level because he's got the same spelling as you do, which I have not seen that spelling much. But, yeah, um, you just dropped out there for a little bit for for connection. But I I was just saying how teams cannot win with this offensive line like the Steelers have. They can't win.
1: Definitely not, and and we saw that from day one, you know, and and we got some people pushing back on that week one after the Steelers win. That's a bad offensive line, and and it got worse from last year. It was a bad offensive line last year. It's hard to win consistently in this league with if you can't protect your quarterback. Ben's fucking done. He does not look good. No, um, and they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan of succession there at all. They're gonna. They might be fucked in the near future here. And uh, to you know the Derek Carr point, it's. Really interesting to see Gruden has success with a guy that, by all accounts, by all insider reports, all of those organizational leaks he didn't want. Yep. Um, didn't, fit, didn't fit his system, didn't want him, but he's balling out.
0: Yep. And the, like I, I think Deontay Johnson is infinitely, like, he's so talented. <laughs> so funny. We, we joke about his little injury thing. He did go down. <laughs> I think it was the last play of the game. Went down. Always. Looks like he's done for the year. Deontay Johnson, oh, my God, what the fuck? The trainers are out there. There's 10 fucking coaches out there, like, like doting over Deontay Johnson. Biggest drama queen I've ever seen. Uh, he is super fucking talented. He he really is so good. Like, I don't, I don't know what to make of this guy. I do know what to make of this receiving core in that it is really, really, really fucking good. Um, and you're right, though. Ben Roethlisberger might not be good enough to get the ball to these guys. Was it a good yeah. move for him to lose all this weight?
1: I don't know. You know, sometimes you wonder. You know, was was that little extra cushion what was driving that ball? Cushion for the pushing, um, exactly. <laughs> cushion for the pushing the ball downfield. Kn- um, he sucks. I
0: want to see. I want to see. Um, I want to see just you know, Pornhub, Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> fucking feasting on some whiskey when he wants it. Uh, I want to see Ben Roethlisberger when he's exploring his vices, because this new Ben Roethlisberger, although he, he did have a really good year last year, but uh, we're gonna need to see the edgy Ben Roethlisberger that can fucking compete with this terrible offensive line. Because I don't want, I don't, I don't like this new Ben Roethlisberger, this new reformed Ben Roethlisberger. Give me the fucking debaucherous Ben, ben Roethlisberger.
1: I want like see John Daly, how he couldn't play golf when he was sober. Like, let's get, (laughs) let's get Ben back off the train.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, Bengals, Bears game, odd game from a lot of perspectives. Joe Burrow looked terrible, um, which is bizarre, but I think that's just the Bears defense is really fucking good. Uh, Andy Dalton goes down for a little bit. Then they force him back into the game. Justin Fields comes in and he doesn't look great, but he doesn't look terrible. He looks like a fucking rookie.
1: Here, I heard some, Some, I think it was a local uh, Chicago beat writer say it or news personality say it, and I think it's a, the point is exactly right, so I'll echo it. Um, what does Andy Dalton get you? Is that a playoff team with Andy Dalton? No. He's not going to get you to the playoffs. He's not going to make a deep run. Where's the upside of Andy Dalton? There is none. So why not let Fields get his rookie mistakes out of his system now and be ready for next year?
0: Yeah. The defense is good. I said it last week. The defense is fucking good. I'll say it again. The defense is fucking good. Um, yep. Justin Fields came in. He looked flawed. Andy Dalton looked good at the very beginning of the game. Then he got hurt, and they just kind of grinded it out for the rest of the game, and they relied on the defense. Roquan Smith with the huge pick six. Roquan. Man, that guy's fucking good. Roquan yep. Smith is good. Khalil Mack. We saw some Cleo Mac sightings. Uh, Mac was back in on the action again this week. Bears look good. It was at home. The Bears are just a good team at home. Trust me, I've I've went to Soldier Field. Like that is a special environment. Um, I want to see Soldier Field though when Justin Fields is playing because I know he was a he looked flawed. But if if you're telling me they couldn't have still won that game with Justin Fields, I think you're you're ridiculous. Uh, my opinion of that game is that they didn't have a plan for when Justin Fields came into that game they had no plan no plan
1: which is interesting because you saw them earlier in the week say he's gonna get involved or whatever um, so obviously they had some packages installed but it really stopped at like packages exactly. which makes me think like at some point they were gonna literally like run out of plays for him
0: they only planned for these stupid gimmicky packages that they they had for Justin Fields and that's it and they're just like run plays they're very basic things like, Fire, Matt Nagy, Bears. Fire this guy that's so obviously your problem. You won a game against the Bengals at home. Cool. That's cool. Honestly, the Bengals, I think, are better than most people thought. But please understand that this is a good roster that can win right now um, with 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 a good defense, really. I I think the offense has a lot of troubles. They, they have a lot of problems, undoubtedly. But yeah. I'd rather see this offense play out with problems with Justin Fields,
1: wouldn't you? Absolutely. And especially because I don't think they're very talented at the skill position. So a guy like Fields at least has the opportunity to elevate what they can do. Yeah. Um, I don't see Andy Dolan elevating anyone.
0: No, absolutely not. And yeah, like this this defense is just, it is. It's good. It really is. Um, Roquan is, he's a special player. I mean, I've been talking about him all off season. Um, He's a guy that is just... Really good. That's another steal for the Bears. They, they they seem to find these guys, you know, not not necessarily um, high drafted guys, but guys that just absolutely dominate for them. And and Roquan Smith is he, he's fucking good.
1: Absolutely, really, yeah, really they good. They don't they don't they don't miss very often when it comes to defensive players. They do offense, not. offense. They can't find a playmaker.
0: Yep. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Ro- Roquan was a first round pick. I'm an idiot. I was going let um, that slide.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah. Um, fucking cowboys got got to give it to them uh they look good Dak looks good uh anything to worry about with justin herbert i know he's always been our boy
1: i don't i don't think so um i, I think it's still a new s- offensive system over there uh Eckler's health worries me and i think that could bode poorly for justin herbert um but overall i think he's gonna be okay you know, there's, there's some issues that tend to creep into quarterback play in that sophomore year, especially guys who had a hot, you know, hot rookie campaign. There's going to be some growing pains, but I think he gets it together. Um, I do appreciate that the Cowboys figured out the way to make their defense better, which is to keep them off the field. Right. Uh, so they dedicated, you know, to running the ball more, more ground and pound, longer sustained drives. And I think that's their formula. I really do. Keep that defense off the field.
0: Interesting stat line for Keenan Allen. Four receptions for 108 yards. You normally see like 12 receptions for 108 yards with Keenan Allen. Um, You know who's really fucking good? Who am I going to talk about? Micah fucking Parsons. Micah Parsons is so good. Dude, Micah Parsons is changing the entire complexion of this defense. I've been talking about it for a while. I'm glad we're finally, I'm glad it's finally coming up. Cowboys are by far best team in the nfc east and i'm sorry the red the washington dude love washington they're a talented team they don't have dak prescott dak prescott is a special player and i'm telling you like even with an unimpressive stat line like he had in this game um you can just see what dak prescott does uh what he did against the bucks last week uh this is a good team but how concerning is this tony pollard bust out
1: it can be very concerning because the one thing about Zeke is even though they didn't use him enough, um, and I was I was really just dis- disappointed in his usage, he didn't look necessarily explosive even on his lighter frame. You know, he lost some weight in the offseason. We I know we all talked about that. Tony Pollard looks like the more explosive back. Um, now, if you're Dallas, do you admit that and play Tony Pollard when you're paying Dak or paying Zeke what you're paying him? I don't know. I don't know if we see some politics, front office, Jerry Jones action intervene. But Tony Pollard looked better this weekend.
0: Did you watch the Cowboys game?
1: I watched parts of it. It was on one of my four screens. I had the right. uh, the DirecTV four screens going.
0: What do you think their problem is? There's definitely a problem there. There's something not quite gelling with the Chargers. And even last week, they barely beat Washington, you know, when they had to transition from quarterback to quarterback. Um what do, you think what do you think their problem is?
1: I always start off looking at the front, you know, the, the trenches on both sides. I don't think their offensive line plays quite where they want it to be. The protection doesn't look good. Um, and even from a design play, you, you talk about, you know, Ken Allen having 25 yards per reception. That's not his role, that's not what he does. Nope. So it, it's interesting to me to see his usage look like that. I think they, they just need to get back to like, you know, their identity, what they do. Short swing passes to Eckler, Keenan working the inside of the numbers. Um, and then I mean, it's the NFL. I, I feel like any big body receiver can run deep routes and every once in a while he's open. Right. I don't think you have to be very talented to run fly routes all day.
0: Yeah, I, I think what I think what's broken about this Chargers team is they're running back. I, I think Eckler's not healthy, um, and I think they need that. I think I think they, I, I'm not worried about Herbert. I really am not. He 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 looked exposed a little bit. Um, if you look at this Cowboys defense, I'm telling you they're better than people think they are. They really are. They, this count, this talent is starting to accumulate and it's starting to show itself. Um, Cowboys are going to be a good team, folks. They really are. They, they played, now, two away games. They almost beat the Super Bowl champions. They beat one of the biggest up-and-coming teams on the road. Again, like you said last week, went coast-to-coast from Tampa to fucking L.A. to play the Chargers, beat them 20-17. to Cowboys are for real, folks. If you're not ready to accept it, I'm not quite either, but they are. And their defense is better than people think. Um, just look at Justin Herbert had one of the worst games of his career so far.
1: Yeah, and I think their defense does have a, a kind of a significant fatal flaw. I, I don't think that secondary is good. Uh, so if Micah Parson can't put pressure on, if, if that front seven can't put pressure on, I think they'll get exposed. Um, teams with better offensive lines may get a little more time and maybe be able to cut them up. But if that front seven gets there, you can you can mask a lot of poor play on the back end for sure. Right. And that's absolutely what they did.
0: And we'll we'll just finish this off. We gotta we gotta cover two different games just because we have to. And this Lions Packers game is for real, so I think we gotta you know, watch this shit. It is tied up right now. Uh, Vikings Cardinals, what a game! Holy shit! I mean, Kirk Cousins, wow! Kirk Cousins looked so good in this game. This is the Kirk Cousins that I've always wanted to see. The Kirk Cousins that take chances. Uh, the Kirk Cousins that fucking puts his body in into fucking danger. This is the Kirk Cousins I've always wanted to see. Uh, everything that happened in this game, Kirk Cousins played his fucking game. Kyler Murray, though, is insane. But the Vikings had this game by the balls. Uh, Kyler Murray threw two picks. The Vikings' defense truly is for real. Their front four is unbelievable. Uh, Daniil Hunter is ridiculous. Uh, the guy, I couldn't remember his name last week during our... our M- Michael fucking Pierce. Holy shit, this guy's good. Just bull rusher right at the middle. And then Daniel Hunter com- comes around the outside. Uh, but the Cardinals defense is also good. They were terrible the first half. Terrible. They came around the second half. Chandler Jones looks better than ever. Um, this Cardinals team is good, but also the Vikings are good. The Vikings are the best O and, T- o- and 2 team in the league. And it's not even close.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um my, my big takeaway as a kind of an outside observer, again, this is one of the games uh, as a Delve Cook owner it was on my screen, one of my small screens the whole time. Zimmer's supposed to be a defensive guy. Like wh- wh- where's the defense at?
0: The Cardinals offense is so good. Yeah. It's so good. And 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 you know you know who they discovered this week is Rondell Moore. And you're you're gonna see more and more of this, folks. I'm very bummed I did not jump on the Rondell Moore train fast enough because he's definitely scooped up in your fantasy league. And if he's not, go out and get him. Spend all your all your waiver money on this guy. This guy's unbelievable. Uh, a guy on our our page compared him to Tyreek Hill. Apt comparison. He is Tyreek Hill. He's Tyreek Hill in every single way. He can return balls. Um, he's ridiculously good. Just get it to him with, with a three-yard pass and watch what this motherfucker does. Uh, 16 yards of reception, 114 yards, a, a touchdown. He looks like he's completely in sync with Kyler Murray. Um, he almost fumbled on the one yard line, but it inevitably was called back. Uh, this Cardinals team is good. They're good.
1: Yeah, I, I like them a lot. I, I think they'll go. Their their limiting factors are coaching. I don't, I still don't believe in in Cliff. Uh, I think that'll kind of be the ceiling on them. But this. NFC West isn't as good as I thought it was. Nope. Uh, The the, the 49ers are not a good football team. I don't think they have the the, put together well enough. I think
0: Uh, they're they're going to win a lot of games, but I agree with you. Their offense is terrible.
1: Yeah, I think they're a very, very flawed football team that a playoff team will expose. Yes. The, you know, the, 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 Seahawks are kind of in the mix. The Rams are kind of in the mix, uh, it, but it's a lot tighter than I thought it was. Um, I, I don't think the, the polar ends are as far as I thought they were. Right. If that make, if that makes sense.
0: And also from a fantasy perspective, if KJ Osborne is available in your fantasy league, he led the Vikings in receiving last week and he looks awesome.
1: He looked really good on on in clutch situations too. It wasn't garbage good. time. it wasn't it wasn't first and ten. It was like third and seven running eight yard slants. like yep. he looked good.
0: He's a really, really good player. And we'll cap this off. Chiefs Ravens, one of the best games I've seen in a really long time, and we're uh, we're we've been blessed this year with exceptional primetime games. I mean, we we've had four primetime games now, and I'm not talking about Thursday night games. I'm just talking about Sunday, Monday night games, and three of them have been exceptional fucking games. I have a feeling we're about to have another one because the Lions just went up 14-7, to 7, and I'm sorry, but I can't stop mentioning that because holy shit, yeah. are we really going to see what we've been saying about the Lions for a while, which is that they can play, spoiler, to these teams. But the Ra- this Ravens-Chiefs game, it had it all. I mean, dude, the, the Ravens, I've never seen a team go for it. Like the Ravens did, they, they realized they they should not have lost that that Raiders game. That was all on Lamar Jackson. He fumbled, he fumbled the game away. Um, they go against this Chiefs team, who Chiefs defense sucks.
1: They're it's very bad. it's very bad, yeah. Bad. It's very bad, and the Achilles heel of of this matchup when when the Ravens and and Chiefs have gotten together was the defense was good enough. To slow down the 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 Ravens enough to where Kansas City got enough of a lead that the Ravens kind of had to abandon their game plan. Right, that never happened in this one, right. and they are able to stick around in the game in, in the game with their same game plan. Lamar was able to to run the ball a lot, ran for over 100 yards. Um, if you don't shake the Ravens out of their game plan, they can beat anybody in the league if they keep the game close enough long enough.
0: What do you think the uh, Ravens' mantra was going to this game? what do you think what do you think they're the biggest thing that they were trying to do um from a defensive
1: front? It was interesting because they did not bring the pressure like I thought they were going to they I think they realized that even if you pressure Mahomes, he's not he can be he can evade the rush, it's gonna open more things down the field. They kind of just sat in like a really passive defense, which is not Ravens football um but it looked good it, it worked
0: but they also locked down. Tyreek I mean they locked him down if if you looked at what they were doing they were double like triple they were chip shotting him like right off the line just hitting him right in the fucking mouth they're basically saying you can have Travis Kelsey we're gonna take away trap Tyreek Hill and then we're gonna run it down your throats um it's it, it is funny Lamar Jackson he played an exceptional game and if and if you don't think so you're you're insane because he had two picks one of these picks, which is funny, because I, I I I was walking my dogs when it happened. I got back. I was scrambling to find out what happened. Turns out he threw a pick six. Sammy fucking Watkins is to blame for that pick six. It's so funny yeah. too, because I took in our in our group chat a pounding for, oh, Lamar Jackson sucks. That was not Lamar Jackson's fault, that fucking that fucking pick. Nope. Nope. And dude, uh Lamar Jackson 107 yards. Uh, on the ground, 230 yard, 239 yards through the air. He looked awesome, situationally good. Uh, he's making mistakes, and he needs he needs to cover it up. Like, he can't be making these fumbles. He can't be making these ridiculous inter- – that second interception was so bad, so bad, horrible. I mean, he just, he literally yeah. just tossed it out there. It was, it was really bad.
1: But Yeah, and you, and you see a lot of quarterbacks, you know, they're taught, if it's not there, like a sack's not a bad thing. When you're Lamar, like, you don't have to take the sack either. You can go scramble and pick up five yards. Exactly. Like, yeah. Don't throw that football.
0: <laughs> don't throw that football. And, and I think he will learn this, Um, but he he really is in, in, in a bizarre situation right now where he almost has to relearn how to play because he's got to make plays downfield now. He can't just be this content guy that just, okay, our defense is going to make up for it and we're going to be good. The defense is not good enough this year to do that.
1: No. And and as bad as that Kansas City defense is, Tyron Matthew is still uh, an elite player in the league.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. But this this running back core for the the Ravens is kind of a mess. <laughs> so
1: there's so there's two teams that you know both coasts, the uh the the Ravens and the 49ers are just in shambles. Yep. I, mean, um, the, I saw the Forty the ers are bringing out. I can't remember the names now because it's, they're names I haven't heard in a little while. Uh, I do know TJ Yeldon was was mentioned as one of the names they're bringing out. Just because they're just so banged up, they finished. I think they finished the game. Three running backs started that game had some kind of injury, out of the game. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I think if there's anyone to own. I can tell you who definitely you don't want to own is Latavius Murray. He's not the guy. He's not the guy. He he does not look good. Um, he seems to be their goal line guy, which is cool. Like he is. He's the most experienced. I understand why they're using him on the goal line. He's the most experienced. You want you want that guy in your goal line. Tyson Williams is twenty times the running back that that Latavius is. Um, Devontae Freeman though, I mean. Saw saw him get yeah. a little bit of work. I did not expect. I feel like it. there's
1: a there's a, a limit there though. Oh, I feel sure. like he's not like he can't have more than like eight carries a game.
0: No, he's he's not a good player. He's not a good player.
1: Yeah, Williams did have an expl. He had some explosion to him though. He looked he looked good at times.
0: He had six yards a carry. I mean he, he yeah. he's he's a, he's a decent player. And and like we've said in this offense, anybody can. Me and you, we could both average three yards a carry right now in this offense. And i I'm very serious about that.
1: Oh, yeah. I would just run. You start on the right side of Lamar. You run in behind the left guard. Like, I know I could, fo- I could, I could get, pick up two of my feet and fall forward for the third.
0: There isn't a single defender that's actually watching the running backs on this, on this offense. They're watching Lamar and they're trying, they're, they're hoping that he does not, that he fucks up or whatever. They're all watching Lamar. These running backs are so untalented. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And that's the, you know, with the other injuries around the league and some of these teams are being hit. You know, two, three, four deep on their depth chart, there aren't really any options out there. It's not like they can go out and and sign somebody. Like, I mean, if TJ Yeldon's getting a call, there's nothing out there.
0: (laughs) No, nothing. Literally nothing. All right, week two is in the books, folks. Turnaround time. I, I, I think we're going to see things uh, kind of balancing out here in the coming weeks. But so far, it's been an amazing NFL season. Uh, we're gonna go watch this uh, Packers game right now. We've been trying not to talk about it, but the Lions are winning. Woo! Go Lions, baby! Uh, in, any closing thoughts?
1: No, I'm, a, I'm excited to see what the next week looks like. I'm excited to see you know. Let's figure out who some of these teams are because I don't, I don't, we don't know yet. You know, short and preseason, we don't know who these teams are yet.
0: I don't think we know who any team is. Besides Besides the Rams,
1: the Bucks, the Bucks, the Rams and the Bucks,
0: the Rams and the Bucks both look amazing. All right, buddy. Sports Memory Podcast Week Two Reactions. Good night.